Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 154. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Have you turned your key and heard that dreaded tick, 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 tick because of a dead battery? No worries. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that will start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, 400-amp starting power and can start up to 20 dead batteries on a single charge. Plus, it has built-in spark-proof technology with reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart your vehicle. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are solid copper for maximum conductivity, and there's a built-in ultra-bright dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS emergency strobe. It's easily rechargeable with a USB outlet, and you can charge your smartphone or tablet while you're on the road. Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today I'm so excited to introduce a very special guest, Robert Angelo. Robert, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Gassed up and ready to go. All right. Great to have you here. Robert Angelo is spearheading content creation for a variety of different brands through his new media production company and YouTube channel, Roads and Rides. In addition to creating branded automotive content for high-profile clients, Rob is also collaborating with numerous partners on various other projects. In 2014, he held a variety of positions ranging from director, assistant director, cinematographer, and producer on multiple automotive-based TV commercials and shows. And while he was at NBC Digital, he worked on award-winning interactive experiences for The Voice, for Jimmy Fallon, and Saturday Night Live. And Rob's also created and produced segments for Jay Leno's Garage, where he received an Emmy Award. So Rob, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Could you take a moment and share some more about your history, your career, your interests, and of course, your passion for automobiles? Absolutely, Mark. Well, thank you. First of all, thank you for having me on the show. You're welcome. I'm honored. I've always been into two things in my life, filmmaking and cars. And I think, you know, what I'm doing now at this this point in my career is, is melding both of those together. And I'm very happy to do so. So I think, you know, it, it started early on in my career with, with my father. And I think a lot of us car guys get that inspiration from our dads and being out in the garage and checking out their cars and getting inspired to to kind of tinker with uh, with your own cars. Sure. And I think, you know, I've always been interested into filmmaking and, and the arts as well. I, I've done a lot of, uh, you know, model making with, with cars as, as a child and all that kind of stuff. And I think it, it really led me to to the path that I'm on currently. And I think it grew from from being in the digital businesses and I think digital made it very simple for guys like me to to kind of create content that we're passionate about mine being you know around the automobile and uh, it, it led me to to work with Jay Leno for six years and create 
numerous hundreds of episodes of Jay Leno's Garage with him and and now create uh, content for, for other brands like, you know, Dodge and Chevy and Lamborghini and Porsche and Very RM cool. and a lot of other different brands out there. So I'm just, uh, I'm excited to keep doing it. 2014 was, was, a, was a great year for me and I'm looking forward to 2015. Well, Rob, what's really great about what you shared here is is what Cars Yeah is all about. Is you figured out how to take your passion of cars and wrap it into a career around video and television. And I tell you, I lo- I've watched all the Jay Leno episodes. You've done a fantastic job. Every time you feel like you're right there, and Jay's such a nice guy and, and genuine person, and so knowledgeable with cars. So, bravo to that. I really appreciate you being here with me. As we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote. And this is a saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. And it's a really great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Robert, take the wheel. Well, I mean, I know this this might seem cliche, but I think my inspirational quote would, would come from my father and as a teenager and figuring out where I wanted to go to college and what I wanted to do with my life. You know, you you struggle with a bit with that, and you know, I think my father at, at one point, and he was a very blue collared guy, ran a successful business himself. You know, just looked at me and said, "You can do whatever you want." And I think a, it, it could be cliche in saying that, but I took that to heart, and you know, I still do today, and I, and I think about that all the time when I'm when I'm working with you know high high end brands, and I'll meet somebody at you know, I'll meet the president of Lamborghini and sit down with them and I'll think about that quote, you can do whatever you want. And I am, I'm taken aback and I, and I think to myself, I just take a breath and I'm like, you know what? I I'm in total awe of this guy that's running this huge company that, that I love Lamborghini. And, you know, I might be nervous around him, but I can do whatever I want. And I, I still think of that today and I, and I don't, I don't get nervous around people that I that I truly, you know, feel passionate about and and you know there's there's something to be said about having people that you look up to and learning from them and listening and and really growing each and every different project that I work on. I grow so much by just meeting these people uh if they're, you know, positive encounters and negative encounters and I think that that really just adds to my experience and and continuing to grow in this field. So you can do whatever you want is is the quote that I would give to everybody. Fantastic. And the fact that it came from your father is even more special, but I love that. And I think I know what you mean when you get around these high-powered people and you almost pinch yourself saying, how did I get here? Wow. (laughs) I'm talking to the head of Porsche, the head of Lamborghini. I'm with Jay Leno, you know. Uh, Fantastic. Great quote. I love it. Would you share with me a story that instigated your passion for cars? Tell me about that pivotal moment as you remember it in your life when you really knew you were a car guy. Absolutely, Mark. It came very, very early on for me. And I think filmmaking did too. And I think that came from watching Star Wars and coming back from seeing Star Wars and playing, you know, with the Star Wars toys and thinking like, you know, this is this is what I want to do. I want to make movies like that. And not long after Star Wars, my dad came home with a new car. 
and I could hear the car, the garage door open and the car rumbling into the garage door. And I opened the door to the garage from, from the kitchen and peeked out there and saw this frog eyed white Porsche 911 mm-hmm. cruise into the garage like it was the Millennium Falcon or something. And as a child, you know, I just saw Star Wars. It was like my dad just brought home a, a spaceship. Wow. And it was sitting in my garage. And uh, one of the funniest stories that my parents told me was, you know, at one point I was a little bit older, you know, probably 12. And they had thought I ran away from, from home. They couldn't find me. I wasn't in my room. I wasn't in anywhere. And on the backyard and on the front yard. And they're running around screaming my name and can't find me. And, you know, finally my dad went out into the garage. And there I was sitting inside the Porsche behind the wheel just... <laughs> pretending like I was driving down the road. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Awesome. That's awesome. I have Porsche 911 hold a special place in my heart. I've always loved them. So I'm sitting here with a big smile on my face. That must have been so much fun. But yeah, I thought, look in the garage, look in the garage, look in the garage. That's where he is. <laughs> <laughs> I was always out there just, you know, looking at it, playing. I Still today, my father has that same car that wow. he bought new. And, you know, I was over his house for, for the holidays and what did I do? Go out in the garage and pull the cover off and take a look at it. Yeah. You know, that's, that was what, be, that's what started it for me. Oh, fantastic. I love that. So Robert, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and crawl under the hood here and have you share a story with me where you had a huge challenge or even a great failure that you faced in your career. But the most important part of this question is how did you overcome it? And more importantly, what did you learn from it? I mean that's it's a it's a very tough question. I think each and every project that I that I work on poses new challenges to to me and I think one of my biggest challenges currently is is just working with um you know bringing in collaborators to work on projects together and I think one of the the stories would be from when when Jay Leno's Garage the web series started um it was my my former boss at NBC was very adamant about creating web-based content. And I worked with the late night divisions uh, and creating digital experiences and content for the late night division, Saturday Night Live and Conan O'Brien and Tonight Show and um, the Carson Daly late night show. And so I worked with all those different shows and, and worked with them very carefully. And we were, I was over at, uh, the Tonight Show pitching content ideas to create comedy-based web series around The Tonight Show. And my boss and I were in there, and we had you know our five different pitches and running down the list and telling about this funny idea and that funny idea. And I looked over, and their eyes just glazed over, and mm-hmm. they were just like, who are these two network executives telling us what comedy works on the internet like who are these guys get yeah. out oh, gosh. and you know jay just kind of said hey guys thanks thanks for your ideas and started walking out of the room and at that point you know i i, I had it in my head that he loved cars and i knew i knew that very carefully and i had done my research and i just you know without my my boss's approval i just kind of blurted it out and i just said hey jay would you would you be interested in doing a car show and this was right before he left the room and mm-hmm. he turned around and said would you do that 
And I said, absolutely, we could do that. I looked at my boss first, and he gave me a nod and said, continue on and mm-hmm. pitch that idea. And, and I think that is one of the challenges, right? Getting in the door is a challenge enough. Pitching an idea to somebody is a challenge enough. But connecting with the person that you're pitching an idea to is the hardest challenge. And I think that's what what I did in that room and was able to change the gears quickly from, you know, from, from second gear to overdrive with that simple idea that resonated with Jay. And a week later, we were filming our first episode. Six years later, you know, we, we created this breadth of content that, that really started um, the Jay Leno's Garage web series. Wow. Oh, what a great story. That's awesome. And the fact, well, there's a couple great nuggets there, golden nuggets, as I call them. One is you'd done your homework. You knew your your customer in front of you, Jay, into cars and so forth. But also, again, back to Cars Yeah Concept, you wrapped your passion for cars into a concept for a new show that's been a huge success. So love it. I love that story. Robert, let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum and have you share a story with me when you had a real aha moment in your career, a time when you realized, you know what, this idea is really going to make it, this is going to be successful, and and tell us the steps you took to turn that aha moment into your success. Well, you know, I think my aha moment came from not something that I did in particular. It, it, I was laid off from NBC when Comcast bought NBC. Um, they laid off most of the digital management, and I was pretty high up in digital management as the vice president of digital over there. Mm-hmm. And I found myself without a job. Now I was, I was okay. I was doing okay for myself. So I had this opportunity to think about the next steps of, of what I wanted to do in my career. And after coming off of six years of creating content with Jay Leno for NBC, my aha moment was. I need to continue doing this. This is what I love to do. And so within a couple months, I created a, uh, a company called Roads and Rides and started pitching my services to people, you know, started working with people like RM Auctions and Dodge and, you know, working for, with Jay for six years and meeting people like Carol Shelby and Nick Mason and Vic Elford and Jackie Stewart and all of these people. I started to gain a wealth of, of knowledge of, of, of the guys and the people that make things happen in the automotive world. And those contacts helped me to create what Roads and Rides is today. So my aha moment was basically getting laid off from, from my uh, job at NBC and kicking me in the butt to do what I really want to do with my life, which was create this, you know, this breadth of content around the automobile. Uh. I love that story even more than your first one because a door closed and another one opened. And uh, you're right, kind of a, a kick in the tail to get you out there onto your real your real path and passion. So fantastic. How about proudest moments in your career? Is there one? I'm sure you've had so many. You've done so many things. You've won awards. But is there one in particular that just really stands out for you? Absolutely. I have collaborated and worked with a lot of different people over the years. And, and one of them was, you know, working with the Jimmy Fallon crew, um, a great producer over there by the name of Gavin Purcell and Jimmy himself. We started working together uh, to create the Jimmy Fallon digital experience before he launched the television show. 
and we won uh, two Emmys for that show. Now, those were great. Those were team efforts. They were collaborative efforts. But when I won an Emmy for Jay Leno's Garage, um, it was also a huge team effort and, and collaborative. That just was, it was like six years of, of working night and day, weekends, you know, not seeing my son on the weekends, but being over at the at the garage and shooting and and it was just like it was a huge success for me because I just felt like all that work paid off in the end and and going up on that stage and and getting the trophy wasn't necessarily about the trophy or an award it was it was being part of this larger community that just said you know what what you did was awesome and the the piece that we we created that won the Emmy award was, was something that for me, it was, a, it was a pleasure to work on that piece. It was, it was something that was true dear to Jay's heart. It was for the, um, the Chrysler turbine car. Mm. And we did a, a you know, a, a regular walk and talk with Jay. And then, uh, I interviewed, uh, Steve, you have to forgive me if I, if I say his last name wrong, it started with a K Steve Kuvo, I believe it was something like that. Okay. Um, he was the author that wrote the book of the Chrysler Turbine car and I had him into the garage and I did an interview with him and we created this documentary, Jay's passion for that car, the author's passion for that car, driving shots of that car and we melded it all together with, with my editor, uh, Mark Apicella, who's a wonderful guy and one another guy that helped me shoot that piece, David Swift. He's another wonderful guy. So we, we all worked together to craft this this documentary on this awesome car, the Chrysler Turbine car. And if you don't know that car, I think if you're listening and you don't know anything about that car, please Google it, look it up, watch this video on Jay Leno's Garage of that car because it is such a spectacular car. that You're talking about uh, a turbine car built in the 60s that Chrysler leased out or, or for free let let regular consumers borrow like 60 of these and here they are in the 1960s driving around mm-hmm. detroit in turbine cars yeah yeah those cars are incredible i remember seeing one on the lawn at pebble beach and i remember the show you did too which was fabulous by the way but yeah those that whole experience was almost unreal to do that you know? It was. It was unreal to, to be part of it, and it was unreal to get recognized for for being or for creating something of, of that sort. So I was um, I was lucky to be in the right place at the right time, but I was also um, adamantly working hard at making it an award winning program. So I think that's what I try to do with every project that comes comes my way is work so hard that it's something that everybody looks at and goes. Bravo. Yeah. Well, bravo to you, Robert. It was fantastic. Good job. Great job, by the way. And and such a cool story. And and to get to do it around such a cool car, because that car is absolutely spectacular. Let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special car? And do you have a memory you could share with us about that vehicle? I mean, the, the, the first real special car was my dad's 911. But my first car that, that was special to me is... Uh, a, a 550 Spider replica that I bought. So I had worked, you know, hard at NBC, and I and I really wanted to get into the Porsche family. And so I'm looking at, you know, 911s. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at that. And 
I always had this fascination for the James Dean car, right? I always, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were gravitating toward that car. Yeah. You know, I think when I was looking at buying the replica, the originals were probably, you know, 700 to a million. And, you know, there was no way I was getting into one of those cars. But now they're 3 million plus. Yeah. So I, I looked, you know, really hard, and, and I, there were the, the Beck Spiders and, and the Vintage Spiders, and the body styles were different from, from the regular 550s to the RS models. And I always just had this fascination with this tiny little roadster cars. And I think it came from my neighbor when I was growing up in a, in a cul-de-sac. My neighbor had, uh, in his house, he was basically a mechanic for uh, European cars in in British cars, Jags, MGs, uh, Triumphs. He he'd had all those different cars right on his front lawn and his in his garage, and he'd be working on them all the time. And they were small little roadsters, and I would always go by, and he would let me sit in them, and I'd be skateboarding or riding my bike, and I'd stop by and talk to him as he's wrenching. And he was a big influence on on me and, and in the car world too. So I think. That led me to purchase this 550 Spider, and you know it's it's powered by a VW, so it's you know it's got a, a little bit of get up and go based on the power to weight ratio because it weighs about nothing. Yeah, but it wasn't really about being this powerful thing to me. It was about experiencing the Roadster, the tiny little body, the you know driving it through the hills. I live a stone's throw away from Mulholland. Oh wow! Um, so I. I go up there quite often on the weekends and whatnot and, and yeah. drive all home and drive quite often. And it's my little getaway, right? It's my little, yeah. I just, I just need a little time to clear my head and get in my car and, and go. So that's, you know, you and I talked a little bit before we, we got together for this talk here on cars. Yeah. And you know that I had a Beck spider. And so I, I'm sitting here with a huge smile on my face because when I purchased that car, I was in the same boat. I love the 550. I love Porsches. I'd had a 911 or I had one at the time, but I wanted that experience. But buying a real 550 was way out of my price league. So I uh, bought a 550 Spider. My son was eight years old at the time. He just turned 21 last month. And we flew to Long Beach, California and spent five days driving that back up Highway 1. No top, no heat, no radio, just experience. And string back gloves and yeah, they are really fun cars. So you and I share share something pretty fun. And you do, you go into a different mode when you get in that vehicle. It's just everything slows down and it's just cool. So very cool, very cool. I'm so excited that was your first really special car. Really neat. How about Seller's Remorse? Is there a car that you had in your life that you let go that you really wish you had back in the garage? I had a, a lend or a hand-me-down uh, Mustang. That was my mom's at one point. It was a 5.0. It was a convertible. It was a 90, 91? No, it was a 90. Mm-hmm. Uh, black, leather interior, leather top. And and I I loved that car. I thought it was a great car. I thought, you know, it was, it was a great Mustang. I'm a, I'm a big Mustang fan. I'm a, I'm a big Mustang fanatic. I love Fox Body Mustangs. I love Cobras. I love early Mustang 60s uh, fastbacks I mean they're just incredible mm-hmm. cars and I blew the engine on that that car <laughs> I don't know Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I drove the, the snot out of it and I don't know I, I, I would like to have a Mustang again so yeah. I think at some point you know 
a pro touring or a resto mod Mustang might be in my future. Yeah. Well, you know, I had for for about two years, I had a 66 GT350 Shelby Mustang clone. I'll put in quotes. It wasn't a real one, but it was a really nicely done one I'd bought from a friend of mine who had built it up with his dad. And I'll tell you, I've always been into European cars, but that car was so much fun. I couldn't get gas without it being a 30-minute experience. Everyone came up, wanted to talk about it. Old guys, old grandmas, young guys, women, men. It didn't matter. Just those old 60s Mustang fastbacks. It was white with the blue stripes with, you know, the American racing wheels. I mean, yeah. So definitely you got to get one of those back in your garage. They're so much fun. Absolutely. Yeah. How about current projects? Is there something that you're working on or now that we're just into the new year here in 2015 that really has you excited and fired up? Absolutely. So in between, I use Roads and Rides as, as two things. It's a production company and, and you know, I work um, high, um, for hire. I'm paid out by companies to, to build content or create content with them and uh, collaborate on different projects, be it for television or internet or marketing content, whatever the case may be. But in my spare time, I use Roads and Rise as, as a passion project. And some of my videos on there are, are passion driven, uh, like, and not, not driven by, you know, brands or, or by, you know, a job. Mm-hmm. And some of them, you know, last year I created a bunch of content around uh, racing legends. So talked with Jackie Stewart and Vic Elford and Brian Redman and Hurley Haywood and Sir Sterling Moss and Sam Posey. I got to sit down with Peter Brock, you know, all of these guys, and it just blows my mind that, that I got to sit down with them for 20, 15 minutes. This year, I'm going to switch gears a little bit because of our passion. I mean, you're passionate about it. I'm passionate about it. I'm going to create a, a little series, and I started uh, with one of them, and I've got a couple of them lined up called Porsche People, where I'll sit down and talk with uh, different people that have passions for Porsches, just like uh, just like we do. So I, t- I talked with uh, Nakai San from RWB recently. Um, I've got a bunch of different people lined up where I'm going to do a whole bit on 914s, which my father had when I was a kid as well. And uh, I'm doing a bit on 924s, which my father had when I was a child. And so I have these these things I want to do. You know, I'll probably start out with some of the the non 911 Porsches, 924, 914s, 912, you know, 904s. Do do some of that kind of stuff, right? And then get into some people that have, um, you know, of course, passion for 911s, and uh, also looking into doing some some content around the racing series and the the 935 from Le Mans you know just i'm i'm really trying to use my spare time to do something that i really love so when i am out there on weekends and long nights it's something i'm love to do and i and i'm like hey i want to be here so i'll be here till till the sun goes down i'll be here till 2 in the morning because this is something i love to do instead of wasting my spare time on on stuff I just, you know, I just don't want to do that anymore. And I think at my age and, and my point in my career, it's like you just can't waste time anymore. I understand. And I'm, I'm going to be so excited to see what you're doing because you and I share a passion for 911s and for Porsche. And I've had some great guests here on Cars, yeah, associated with Porsche. Alois Roof has been on the show. Magnus Walker has been on the show. 
just had Jeff Zwart on the show, who obviously is, is does some similar things to what you do with uh, production of TV commercials, and he also races. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what you come up with. That sounds fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, that's going to be great. Now, here's a funny question for you. If Robert was a car, what kind of car would Robert be and why? Well, I mean, we just talked about it. <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely a 911. Yep. Probably... A 993, last of the air cooled. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, and, you know, I overheat a little bit here and there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that sounds great. I kind of figured that's how you'd answer it, but super. So, Robert, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, here's a little something for the Cars Yeah listeners. Do you love vintage cars? Then go to CarsYeah.com and get a free copy of the fantastic Filler Up book. It's a full-color ebook filled with fuel filler fun with over 60 color photographs of vintage cars, plus inspirational quotes from some of the most famous automotive enthusiasts of all time. Simply go to CarsYad.com and click on the free book button on the homepage. Download your free filler-up book today at Cars Yeah. All right, we're back, Robert. We're up to the last lap, and you know what that means. The white flag is out, and this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions, and you're going to give me some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready? Ready. Here we go. What is the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, how to hit an apex in a on the racetrack. <laughs> there you go. How to go through a corner and look yep. pa- look past it. Look past it. Could you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your successes? Long nights working and doing your research. I mean, doing a lot of research. Yeah, I've heard that from many entrepreneurs and many people in the car world. Do your research. Do you have a resource that you could share with our listeners that you're really fond of? Maybe it's a website. I know there's a lot of them out there, but one in particular, or maybe it's a blog that you get. You know, I'm, I'm on a lot of the blogs. I think a lot of us are nowadays, from Jalopnik to Autoblog to Road and Track. And I think um, I think a lot of the guys are, are doing uh, a good job. But yeah, I mean, I just I just think I take it all in. I mean, Google <laughs> Google's the resource. <laughs> yeah, I know there's so many great things out there. It's really hard to narrow it down to just one. I've had some some great content providers on the show. The guys at Petrolicious have been on Cars, yeah, and Randy Nonnenberg from Bring a Trailer, and you know all these guys that entice us with with all these wonderful cars. How about a book? Is there a book that you've read recently, or even in the past, that you really think the Cars Yeah listeners should get their hands on? Yes. Uh, I mean, we're both, we both come from design background, art backgrounds. And yeah. I'm reading, currently I'm reading the Raymond Lowy Never Leave Well Enough Alone book, mm. and I cannot recommend it enough. I think if, if anybody's into design, industrial design, they should read that book. Yes. In fact, I got that book for my son who's studying industrial design at RISD right now. And uh, it's just a, yeah, I had to peek at it first before I sent it off to him. And it mm-hmm. t- turns out one of his professors had already told him to get it anyway. So now we've got two copies in the house. So that's fine with me. Well, I'll remind our listeners at Cars Yeah that you can find all these resources that Robert has shared with us at carsyeah.com slash Robert Angelo. Okay, we're up to the checkered flag here, Robert. And this last question can be a real doozy for some car guys like you and me. If you could only have one collector car in your garage, but money's no object. So I'm going to get you anything you want today. What would that vehicle be? But more importantly, why did you choose it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is going to be blasphemous because we, we just talked about Porsche for so long, and, and I'm not going to pick a Porsche. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
this year I was able to drive the 918 Porsche around Willow Springs and I had a blast. Oh my goodness. So, wow. Um, perks of, of shooting videos for, for car uh, shows. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'm getting a little bit older and, and my wife and I have a 13 year old child. And so I need a little more room when driving a car. I can't just take my wife. I got to put the kid in there too. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so I need, I need three seats. Mm-hmm. And I need a super car. Oh, I think I know where you're going. I think with those requirements, the only car that could meet that requirement would be the McLaren F1. Yeah, I knew you were going to say when you said three seats. Yes, I just I just have to have it. Oh uh, well, okay. So what is it? I know what it is, but you got to tell me what is it about the McLaren F1 that just fires you up? '90s design. You know, I've been very adamant. And very, I've been very close, I should say, to that car. I, I shot, that was probably one of the first videos that I ever shot for Jay Leno's Garage was the McLaren F1. So if you can just think about that, here I am, this guy that's into filmmaking and into cars, and over at Jay Leno's Garage on a Saturday, probably like the, the third Saturday that I've ever been over to his garage, and I'm sitting shotgun in a McLaren F1 with a camera, shotgun is either on his right side or his left side. <laughs> yeah. And um, we're going down the 210 freeway pretty quick, and here I am with a camera in my hand. And that car just said, hello, this I am the best car in the world, and, and you should respect me. And, you know, I've seen the engine out of that car. I've seen the internals. I've, I, that car is just, it's a supercar, and Gordon Murray's story and, how he built it is is fantastic. So I all around fantastic car. Oh, they are. I mean that V twelve uh, music music and you know when you have an unlimited budget to build the ultimate supercar, which I believe Murray had at that time, just you know do whatever you want. My goodness, came up with a real winner for sure. Great choice. I love that. Well, Robert, you've taken me and the Cars Yeah listeners on a great ride today and I've so enjoyed your stories and talking with you and I want to thank you for sharing your journey with us. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that McLaren F1? <laughs> yeah, always keep thinking of new things. Uh, never do thing. never create a formula for your life. Always kind of break out of your norm. Uh, that's what I try to do. Ah, fabulous. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about Robert Angelo and what you're doing? Uh, Either Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, they're all under my name, Robert Angelo, or um, my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash roads and rides. Awesome. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to everything that Robert shared with us today at carsyad.com. Just put Robert in the search box and his show notes page will pop right up. Robert, thank you again for being so generous with your time and your expertise and your passion and sharing your experiences with the Cars Yeah listeners with me. I've had so much fun. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. It was my pleasure. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!